0: I was exhausted and I realized that's not a, it's not appropriate. I was holding up people's relationship with God when that wasn't for me to do. They needed to stand on their own. I'm not teaching them how to walk.
1: Welcome to the Reclamation Podcast. My name is Aldo Martin and I'm Cousin Eddie. And together, we're going to explore what it's like to be in and leave a religious cult. For more info on the Reclamation Podcast, find me on Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook at Aldo B. Martin. Okay, so today we are speaking with Rochelle Jones. Did I say it right?
0: You did. Thank you. Perfectly.
1: We're speaking with Rochelle Jones, who is a Level 2 Advanced Grief Recovery Method Specialist. Rochelle, how are you?
0: Goodness. Thank you for asking. I'm giddy with excitement to be here with you. Thank you for having me.
1: What does it mean? What does what is grief? What is the grief recovery method?
0: Oh, that's a great question. Yeah, because grief is a word we don't use in the world very often, is it? Uh, grief is just the feelings we have because of change or loss, and any type of change or loss. And uh the grief recovery method is a program that was invented by John W. James. People can read about him if they want to, but it's been around for over 40 years. I think we're at 45 now. And it's it's the only evidence-based program in the world that's proven to help us with our emotions, the emotional aftermath of change. And uh, so I teach this method all over the world. It's on every continent except for Antarctica. It's a pretty big deal. It's great.
1: How did you come about to be in a specialist?
0: Oh, good question. Uh, I was I was already part of the church, the ICOC, and my father had died by suicide. So years before, I was in the air force, and I was part of the suicide awareness team. I I was an, a nurse, an ICU nurse, uh, but years later, my father killed himself, and I had absolutely no idea what to do. I had only been trained how to help people survive. I was had no training what to do when they died. So. I happened to find this class. I prayed. I sat with tears. I did all the things, and this thing kind of fell in my lap. And I went to class first just for myself, because I didn't know what to do to help myself. It was either kill myself because I don't know—is this the kind of pain that we kill ourselves with, or what? So that's how I found the method.
1: Is did you find the method while you were a member of the church, or before or after? I
0: was. Yeah, I study. I started studying the Bible. You know that we, how we do. In thir- 2013, I was dead.
1: Okay, hold up, hold up. Oh. Hold, hold up, hold up, Okay, hold up. yes. So I just want ver- to clarify. So you found the method while you were a member of the church?
0: Absolutely, yeah.
1: Okay, so now let's talk about the church. Because in addition to being a grief recovery method specialist, you were also a former ICOC member. Is that right? That's correct. When did you become a member of the church and why?
0: Great question. Uh, I, beca- I was officially a member. I was baptized in um, 2014. My husband and I both. So we came and married. Um, why? Our marriage was in trouble, Aldo. We, we were married at 19 and we had absolutely zero skill. We both came in with a backpack full of emotional luggage and And no idea what to do with it, so we were in trouble. We were on our second separation, and I had a friend who I'd met years before, and she was going to this church. So when we moved here, I just knew we needed help. I've always kind of wondered and sought out God a little bit, um, but we landed there, and I came out of my my whole holiness. I had holes in my heart and soul uh pain and just a lifetime of, I'm gonna say, grief. A lifetime of <sighs> believing I wasn't good enough unless I worked for it. So the church was actually perfect for me because you know we had to work for it.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. There was there was a um, there's another podcast that I listened to, the Incarcerated Christian, and one of the hosts, uh, Robin Stroud she used the word um, how the church didn't make her feel like a human being. It made her feel like a human doer.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
1: Right? So it didn't allow her to just be human. You had to do all these uh, uh, jump through a lot of hoops and all that other fun stuff. Now, one of the things that I heard you mention as I've watched some of your videos, and Mm. there was a video that you put out um, in which you just wanted to speak about you leaving the church yeah right and in that yes. one you mentioned you were gonna say
0: something no, I apologize oh. it was a
1: okay, so in that one in that video, you mentioned that when you got with the group, you were studying the Bible with some people, but you didn't know that you were being indoctrinated you you thought that that bible study Not... was 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 a, uh, like an open study for everybody, right? To help everybody who's in that group, but not knowing that that study was for you to be converted. Mm -hmm. How did you come to that conclusion? And what was your reaction, your internal reaction when you did come to that conclusion?
0: You know, that's a great question. As I, we had progressed pretty far. Like I said, it, it was about a year of that study process, you know, and just going back more and more thinking I'm just learning about the Bible, learning about God. And I don't, I remember sitting in my front, uh, my living room one time and my husband was also studying, you know, with, with males. We weren't allowed to study together and uh, his job is a pretty dangerous job. So I remember it clicking in that I need to get baptized according to, you know, what they said and what I was reading there, I need to get baptized. But I, I, once I realized that we were pretty progressed, we were probably maybe two weeks out from the time we actually were baptized, but I felt this sense of urgency. And I, and I asked, well, if, if this needs to happen, I mean, if that's what this is about, uh, we need to do it right now. And the, well, no, 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 you're not ready yet. We've got to finish this, the, the studies. And, um, there was this mixture of anger, well, really intense fear and sadness and betrayal, but also this, I need to do this. I, this is what I want to do. So I felt eager and excited and hopeful at the same time as feeling kind of betrayed and deceived.
1: Betrayed um, and deceived? Yeah. Why, why did you feel betrayed and deceived?
0: Because it wasn't forthcoming. So every time I would study the Bible after my time of studying, when I would study with other people... I was very upfront. It's a series of studies to see if you if you like what you hear. Do you like what this Bible is about, and do you want this for your own life? So there's a series to kind of give you a, a a simple overview, and then you can decide from there. So I was always very honest because I didn't like that feeling of being deceived.
1: Yeah, yeah. We're gonna be doing a lot of a lot of jumping back and forth and i wanted to talk to you about leaving the organization
0: mm.
1: right when you left the group you mentioned that you did not necessarily want to bash or badmouth the group right like uh, that like that like avoiding that was important to you can can you tell me why yeah. that is
0: yeah well it's a mixture aldo so <sighs> I had when I went to the grief recovery method for myself, I knew immediately it was what I was supposed to do. So I did a whole lot of work every week for a year. I was back, kind of like therapy a little bit every single week. I was going for a whole year, and in that time, this is when I started to really open my eyes as to what was going on there. But I was certain that sometimes people leave because they're hurt, and There's a bitterness that comes out of them. And I didn't want to be seen as bitter because I had this message to share. I had this huge, amazing, helpful gift called the Grief Recovery Method. It's not a religious program. It's just a program for emotions. We all have emotions. It's not about religion. And uh, so I didn't want to lose my ability to potentially help people. And I didn't want to be seen as just, oh, there's another bitter one. That's not true. I, I've done a lot of work. I'm 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 just trying to open your eyes and in, what I'm seeing and learning and, and that's really what what that was about. Um
1: Yeah, you know what, I yeah. get I get that because well that's one of the reasons why I wanted to ask you on the program, because the nature of of this program, I think, I like to think we took the same approach because it wasn't so much about bad mouthing or or bashing your organization. It was just speaking about uh, an experience right mm-hmm. and it's and it's about being better and not necessarily being bitter and right. it's interesting that that's the approach that you took also
0: mm-hmm.
1: now let's go before, <laughs> now let's go into let's go into what life was like in the church for you if you can what was mm. your level of involvement right are we are you the type of person that just you know showed up on a Sunday didn't really care were you all in what are we talking about?
0: Aldo, can I say balls to the wall? Because that's it. We were all the way in, so far in. It was ridiculous. Can I say that? Is that bad?
1: You said it. No, you said it. Hold up, hold up. I just wanna, hold up. I just wanna quote. I asked this young lady what was your level of commitment, and she said balls to the wall.
0: No oh, another way.
1: Let that sink in. <laughs> please, please continue. Oh.
0: If that does not paint a picture, <laughs> my husband and I, because we had joined together and we both have our, you know, our, our approval addiction. We both have our people-pleasing nature that works against us. Did
1: you say approval addiction?
0: Oh, it's an evil one. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. Okay.
0: Yeah. I teach about that in my classes a lot because we all have it to some degree. We're raised needing approval or we're getting in timeout or, you know. So anyhow, my husband and I, we both have this. Approval addiction, and we, while we were studying the Bible, we might we might as well have been leaders already, having everyone over, doing different things. Just we were so involved, it was ridiculous, and uh, we were baptized. We, we were barely fresh out of the water. We were probably still dripping, and uh, they had talked to, to us about you know leading a family group one day, and I remember thinking we were hosting an event at the park. And I remember thinking, no, 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 I'm brand new. I can't do something like that. Um, but of course, we we were servants of servants. We did. We gave, 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 gave. And ultimately, that's part partly the undoing for me because I had just spun myself into a tizzy, and uh, I was exhausted. And I realized that's not a, It's not appropriate. I was holding up people's. Relationship with God when that wasn't for me to do. They needed to stand on their own. I'm not teaching them how to walk. It was you, the whole you, thing.
1: You said you were exhausted. What? What made you exhausted?
0: It's the the constant giving. I mean, um, I'm married, and I have two children. Uh, we were kind of fostering. It's not really fostering, but kind of fostering a family member at that time, and. I only knew how to be all involved. I was the kids. um, What are those things called? The parent teacher, the room mom. I did all the things. So I was very loaded in the family. And then in the church, it was the same way, you know, hosting events. Um, They gave me, I guess, as a married person, I don't know what it would have been like in the college age group, but I had three disciple relationships
1: oh you were discipling three people
0: three people or or, or Um, as we like
1: to call it now you were supervising three people
0: Supervising. Okay. That's because I do not like that word discipling. It's just awful for me. It's like a a bad word now. You know, encouragement. That's another one. I don't like that oh word boy, anymore Here either. we go.
1: Here we go. <laughs> here we go. Hold up. Ding, ding 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 ding. Hold up. Hold up. I think every time we say a buzzword, I'm just gonna go. Bah, 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 bah. So we got uh uh what was it? Encouragement, yes. I do not like
0: that one either. It doesn't yeah. feel real, it feels ingenuine. Yeah. Yeah. So, but anyhow, so
1: we you're exhausted. So yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, doing all the things. We would host events regularly because family groups. I think it's a little different because you came from um, the campus ministry, right?
1: Mm-hmm. Well, okay. first I was a t- first I was in the team ministry, then the campus ministry. So it was just okay. an individual type of thing.
0: Got it. So the family things are huge because it's all the family, whether they're part of the church or not. It's mm-hmm. people's whole family. So it was a big deal. And, you know, we thought we were pouring out love to people. We were actually. I will not say we thought we were. We were pouring out love. Um, we thought we were earning love as well. We, we wanted people to know that they're seen and cared for. So it was a mixture of so many things. But it was the constant doing all the time. We were pulled up to leadership quickly. Um, yeah, we were just such doers.
1: Yeah. We didn't what know was, say no. As a married person in the church— did the did the organization have a uh, – how much did they pry into your relationship? I don't know if that's the right word to use. Oh,
0: Aldo, that's a good
1: one. Oh, boy.
0: That's a good one. Well, to be honest, I was there for help. I thought the church was a hospital, and that's, again, another thing that was part of my undoing. The church is supposed to be a hospital, and we aren't helping people. We're hurting them. That was where I ended up. But – I was there for help. So I was pretty forthcoming. Never in my life had I been emotionally honest about what was going on in my life or home. But I came to this place thinking that this was a genuine situation, that people were truly there to love us. I guess maybe I was naive. I don't know. But I was very open with different things. I wanted help. I knew God could help us in my heart. And I thought these people would be, you know, the ones to deliver that help. It was definitely not the way. And even so much as when I when I left, that was the video you talked about before. There was a reason for that video. But um, when I left, there were people meeting with my husband, telling him how wrong I was and, you know, coaching him to, to get his wife back in the church because she's, you know, acting. She's acting out. You got to get her back in. And I felt that was so divisive to come into my marriage and go opposite me. So it never really worked in the first place. And then it went straight on in between us. And it was pretty rough.
1: Man. And so when you left, did you guys leave together or did you leave and he stayed?
0: No, Aldo, I'm a rebellious one. I had hit my limit and I left first. Yeah. And then he came later. Uh, wow. And I wanted him to go on his own terms. I didn't want him to follow me simply for the sake of following me. But I will say it was very painful. We've had to do a lot of work because of that. Yeah.
1: Okay. Hold on one second. The the party's about to begin.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh.
1: The party's about to begin.
0: Let me put it on gallery. What's happening?
1: Hold, hold on one second. We're going to allow this young man to connect
0: is this Cousin Eddie?
1: Cousin Eddie's in the building. He's he's getting his audio together. <laughs>
0: Cousin Eddie, hello.
1: Well, first of all, first of all, first of all.
0: Shall we sing?
1: Nobody No, we're not singing. <laughs> <laughs>
0: happy first happy of all.
1: Birthday. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. Nobody should have to apologize on their birthday.
0: No way, Jose.
1: <laughs> so so happy birthday. Thank you both very much. That's to the very one sweet in, To the one and only. So, uh cousin Eddie, this is this is Rochelle. Rochelle, cousin Eddie. Nice to meet you, Rochelle. Hi, love you. What's interesting is that uh as soon as Rochelle and I got on the call, you know, we're 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 meeting each other for the first time, and I think it's mid conversation, and Rochelle goes, Okay, hold up, wait, wait, wait. I have a pressing (laughs) question.
0: This is the big deal.
1: She goes, Is cousin Eddie really your cousin? (laughs)
0: <laughs>
1: I did not know <laughs> I'm like nah. you
0: know what are there 14 episodes out and I found myself growing more no I think I've heard this but it's that's where I'm getting stuck
1: <laughs> I thought that was awesome so just to fill you in a little bit uh, cousin Eddie so Rochelle uh-huh. Jones Rochelle is a she's a grief specialist right mm-hmm. a grief recovery specialist and so yep. we're talking we're right now we're talking about how she was in the church. She and her husband were both in the church. Mm-hmm. And we were just discussing a little bit of how the the uh, the church not so much affected the marriage, but, you know, what were the ways that they interfered, right, for lack yeah. of a better term, right? And so one of the things that Rochelle just, just said, and I want her, and I would like for, for her to elaborate a little bit. Rochelle, you mentioned that you thought that the people in the church would be there to help you. Yeah. What? How do they demonstrate the opposite?
0: Mm. Uh, well, when it, when things were becoming more clear, because I could see heart and intent, but once things started to become more clear, I could see that it was just a a rehearsing of scripture. There wasn't anything actually, um, you know, organized. There wasn't any. I don't know. There weren't actual tools. It was just memorized scripture. And eventually I became a little combative. No, I I know that. I read it. Now, how does it apply? How are you going to fix it (laughs) with that? With those words? It wasn't working. I, I read my Bible. I intensely read my Bible. I would read three at a time with a dictionary to make sure I was really grasping this. It was getting me nowhere. My marriage was tanking. It was, it was awful. So it wasn't helpful. <laughs> I didn't need the rehearsed scripture that I had already read.
1: Uh, understood. Yeah. And uh, the way we've come to know each other is, as I mentioned before, um, maybe on this season or, or or prior, but I sincerely thought that the people that this podcast was going to reach Okay, I thought that the church had dissolved in 2004, in 2005. I thought it was over, right? I thought it was over. I thought it was done with. And and so the intended audience of this podcast were the people that were around when I was around, right? Like the people from the 80s and the 90s and the early 2000s and, and help us heal. That's what I thought. Little did I know that I'd get messages from people who said, hey, I left last week. <laughs> right? Wow, And so... I left in 2004, and Rochelle joined in 2014. So literally a a 10-year gap in time. And I'm in New York, and you joined in California. Is that right? So literally.
0: I'm sorry. Go for it.
1: So literally a 10-year gap in time and an entire continent in between us.
0: Yeah, truly.
1: (laughs) It it gets no, when you say coast to coast, it gets no more literal than that. Right. No, no more little than that. And I'm sorry. What were you going to say? Co-
0: other countries as well. No, um, I actually don't even know. It's not important.
1: OK. Oh, okay. I was
0: going to say, uh, yes, part of ICOC. But our little part is the L.A. ICC. We were at the north section of the L.A. part.
1: Wait, hold up. Time out. Wait. Mm-hmm. Hold up. Did you say I did? ICC. next time on the reclamation so you saw a lot of these things so it's almost no wonder you left no it's okay it's shitty it's okay. It's
0: gonna be explicit today i don't know we're just
1: gonna we're just gonna check the box we're just gonna oh my check the word. box it's okay we'll check the box i
0: apologize to you in advance you're getting an email aldo i don't know